The man has ice in his veins. Alex Kerfoot, game four hero for the Buds in overtime. And the Maple Leafs head back home with a chance to close out the series in round one against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So much to break down. Let's get right to it. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I am your host, Steele Roden. I graduated from the College of Sports Media in downtown Toronto, worked for OUA TV, and I've been a part of the Locked On Podcast Network for over a year now. Flying solo again, Flip, enjoying a beautiful trip with his wife in Italy. I wish I could be there. It's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. Wish I could be there with you, bud. Next time you'll have to take me. Sneak me in your luggage, but flying solo again, so much to break down. We will get to every single series that happened Monday night. But first, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. An incredible app. I will be using it a ton this summer for some Vancouver Whitecap games. But we got to talk about hockey right now. We got to talk about fantasy and we got to talk about the NHL playoffs. So much to break down. New York or New Jersey Devils able to tie up the series on the road against the Rangers. But we have to start with the craziest comeback in NHL history postseason ever. Maybe just for my eyes because I'm only 23 years old. So I haven't been along for a long a while. I've been haven't been here for a, a long time. But it was the greatest comeback, even better than the, the Edmonton Oilers over the weekend. 4-1 in the third period and three straight goals in the span of six minutes for the Toronto Maple Leafs. My heart is still pumping from watching that game, jumping off the walls. It was so intense and so crazy, but the best outcome possible for the Toronto Maple Leafs and all Maple Leaf fans. Incredible comeback. Victory, 5-4 in overtime to take a 3-1 series lead. Absolutely incredible what they've been able to accomplish. Down and out, it seems like but able to crawl back in the third period. That's where I want to start with this conversation because I've been hearing a lot of chatter on Twitter, uh, you know, non-Leaf fans, even Leaf fans, just chipping away at how poor they have started in the first period. And you're right. They have been the worst team to start, it seems like, ever. The first period is just not the friend of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I was going through... Going through the numbers over here, Tampa has outscored the Leafs 7-5 to five in the first period, 7-6 to six in the second period. So the numbers don't jump out automatically or right away. Uh, it's nothing too scary, but when, you have, when you've actually watched the game, just, you know, the puck, pa- the passing of the puck, just nowhere to be found. Didn't seem like there was any chemistry in the first period. Lackadaisical play, not finishing checks, quite a few turnovers. And we've seen the Tampa Bay Lightning many, many times start out hot and just take over games. But luckily, the Leafs have done so to crawl back in the third period because the Leafs have actually outscored the Lightning 6-2 to in the third period so far this series. And that's what they're best at. It's their best period. Uh, Second period might be their best in the regular season, but the third period has been their best so far in the playoffs. 
and they've dominated so far the third period. They've won both games in overtime, have a 3-1 series lead. And I've got to show some love to those superstars on the Toronto Maple Leafs up front because they showed up when it mattered. Down 4-1 in the third period with 10 minutes left. Matthews, two goals. Marner gets an, another two-point night. Also, my over one and a half for Mitch Marner bangs out like expected. He's got two points every single night. Two plus points every single night. But again, Matthews, two incredible goals to get the Leafs back into the game. Morgan Riley with another seeing-eye point shot to tie it up. But for me, even with that all being said, I think the best player so far for the Toronto Maple Leafs this series has been Ryan O'Reilly. What a player, what a playoff player he is because he had an abysmal regular season, you know, obviously with the St. Louis Blues joining the Toronto Maple Leafs at the trade deadline, but he has been the best and most consistent player for the Toronto Maple Leafs this postseason. Two goals, now seven points total in, in four games. He's 61.36% on faceoffs. He's been incredible so far. Uh, he's their go-to guy, and he was the big reason why Morgan Riley was able to get that overtime winner in Game 3, wins the faceoff right back to him, and he puts it on net. So for me, Ryan O'Reilly has been absolutely the best player for the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I will continue to say that uh, for the games moving forward. Got to show some love everywhere else, though. Matthew Nyes, he... I, you know, he's just been, he's been awesome to watch so far. The rookie, he hasn't, or he's been in the lineup and the Leafs haven't lost a game yet, even back to the regular season. So every time he's been in the lineup, he's 6-0 and so far, both regular season and in the playoffs now. He only got 14 and a half minutes of ice time, maybe 15 minutes, uh, but he saved a goal, a huge goal that almost crossed the line, was probably two inches from being a goal and he pulled it right off the line in the blue crease a great player he's making so he's making a few mistakes out there giving the puck away being afraid to take a check and that's understandable as a rookie in a playoff experience like this going up against tampa so can't shake him for that too much but he's been absolutely incredible so far saved a goal he's actually been on the ice for both overtime goals for the maple leafs as well so he's been phenomenal gotta show some love to the blue line as well Mark Giordano, Justin Hall, Jake McCabe. Those guys have been putting their body on the line every single game. 46 hits, 28 blocks in game four. They're out, they're out hitting, they're out blocking the Tampa Bay Lightning right now, and that is playing a part. Ilya Samsonov didn't have a great game, but he played great in the third period and overtime when it mattered most. He was making some unbelievable saves down the stretch to keep them in the game and even keep it tied at some points down in the last two minutes of the game. So show some love to all the players on the Toronto Maple Leafs because everyone stepped out in game one. Talking about goalies, though, I've been tweeting about Vasilevsky all season long, and he is still one of the best goaltenders in the league right now. But he has been just not as consistent this year. I've said it many, many times. It just looks like he's played too much hockey over the last three to four years. Obviously, deep playoff runs, wins two Stanley Cups, Stanley Cup finals uh, last year as well. Unfortunately, they lost against the Colorado Avalanche. But it just seems like he's not on his A game. He is making a few incredible stops. But there's also a few stops that he should probably have. And it's been like that throughout the regular season. You know, obviously, at the point in the regular season, we were talking about fantasy hockey. Now we're just talking about play itself. But that's what the Leafs got to do. 
They got to put pucks on net. They got to get in front of his grill and they got to look for those deflections because two of those last three goals were tipped uh, in front of him net, changing direction beautifully by Matthews and by Alex Kerfoot on the overtime winner. But for all Leaf fans out there, stay humble. Don't celebrate too early. They still need to close the series out. And I believe they can. Leafs do need to show up, though, in the first period for game five. Absolutely incredible comeback. We will get to the Rangers and Devils. Did not see that coming. Devils tie the series to a piece. Both teams winning both games on the road. Didn't see that coming. Of course, we will get to the Golden Knights versus Jets. Jets losing some bodies right now. I'm not sure how it's going to turn out for the remainder of the series. And of course, the Avalanche and Kraken still battling away as I speak. We will get to all of that. And of course, big time bets. But what you need to hear first, this episode is also brought to you by Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could handpick the best stars for your business? If you're building your talent roster, you need Indeed right now. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all on Indeed, it's right there. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. You hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Candidates you invite to apply through Instant Match are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search. Indeed does the hard hiring work for you. Sponsor a job and we'll match you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your job description right when you post. Join, join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. You need to hire. You need Indeed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We appreciate you tuning in every single day. Make sure you go hit the subscribe, hit the follow button, and make sure you're tuning in the rest of the week. The playoffs aren't over. They're going on all the way till June. you love to see it. But let's get over to that New York Rangers, New Jersey Devils series. Of course, we will get to the other matchups. But this one I just did not see coming from the, from the New Jersey Devils. Maybe I was the only one out there by myself. But I just didn't see it. The Rangers were up 2-0 on the road in the first two games. I thought at least they would get one back home at Madison Square Garden. But that just was not the case. The coaching decision to, to remove Vitek Vanacek and put Akira Schmidt in net has given the, the New Jersey Devils life a 0.91 goals against average and a 9.66 save percentage. Two starts in the po postseason, two wins in the postseason. He has been absolutely incredible. Just watching the game highlights from that, from that Devils-Rangers game four action. It was back and forth. It was a close game. 3-1 victory for the Devils. The game winner just came on a perfect a perfect pass from Nico Kiescher and a perfect shot from Jonas Siegenthaler. You can't do much about that. There wasn't a ton of shots both ways, but 
again, I just didn't see this from the Devils. I don't think they I don't think they have it in them to win this series. I still believe the Rangers win in six, or if it goes seven, win at seven back at home. The big question for me right now, which I'm trying to get an answer to, is where the hell has Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibinijad been this entire series? Both have zero goals. Both only have two points. It's really Vladimir Tarasenko, Patrick Kane. The guys who they acquired at the trade deadline. Oh, yeah, Chris Kreider and Adam Fox doing their thing as well. But the trade deadline acquisitions are producing more than your top two guys offensively. That can't just happen. Those two guys need to step up and show up for game five because they need to start getting some points on the board. And when I mean points, I mean goals. They need to start shooting the puck a lot more and shooting it to pick their target. They need to score some goals and get that 3-2 series lead because I have the Rangers in six in my NHL playoff bracket. And I hope they do because it will mean a lot to me. As there's some money on the line, of course, we, you know we're some degenerate gamblers over here. We will bet on everything we possibly can if it includes playoff hockey and regular season hockey. But let's get over to the Winnipeg Jets and Golden Knights matchup. Just wow. You know, to me, this was probably the, the first round series I was least looking forward to. But it's been one of the best, actually. It's been back and forth. You know, obviously, the uh, Golden Knights got kind of embarrassed in game one at home, but able to bounce back and win three straight. The Golden Knights now up 3-1 in their series as they head back to T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Golden Knights were actually hold on, were able to hold on to a regulation win this time. But you know what? It's hard. It's hard for the Winnipeg Jets. You lost Josh Morrissey, one of the best defensemen this year, really a stepping out season for the guy. You Game four, you lose Mark Shifley. He doesn't return. You don't know if he's back for game five or even the remainder of the series. And a lot of guys for the Winnipeg Jets have stepped up. So I have to show them some love, show some love to Neil Pionk, Blake Wheeler, Adam Lowry, who's been one of the best, probably the best player for the Winnipeg Jets, hitting, scoring, helping his teammate teammates out and his goalie out wherever he possibly can. Um, but again, it's been a back and forth series. The, the Golden Knights have just been able to take advantage of their opportunities on the power play. Jack Eichel stepping out. Mark Stone getting back into game action after missing a lot of time for with injury. So it's good to see Jack Eichel and Mark Stone get back there. Definitely going to be keeping my eye on both of those players who fell down in fantasy drafts uh, this, this past uh, fantasy hockey season. So definitely keeping my eye on both guys for next year. I think everyone out there should be too. Maybe bump them up a little bit higher than, the, than the, what they were drafted at last year. Right now, though, Golden Knights up 3-1. Maple Leafs up 3-1. Rangers, Devils tied at two apiece. And the Avalanche and Kraken tied at two apiece in game four. The Colorado Avalanche still have a 2-1 series lead as I speak right now. They are tied 2-2 heading into overtime. So it's either going to be a tied series or it's going back to Colorado with the Avalanche up 3-1 in that series as well. But Seattle has been very great this series. I didn't think they were going to be uh, you know, outworked or, or ran over by the Avalanche by any means. This team has been very impressive all season long. And it, you know, they're getting great goaltending out of Philip Grubauer right now. It seems like a revenge series 
uh, you know, since he was a former Avalanche player a few years back. He's playing great. Guys like Daniel Sprong, Jared McCann, Vince Dunn, Jamie Alexia, just everybody on the team is playing their heart out right now, out shooting, out hitting, and out blocking the Colorado Avalanche team. And that's why they're in this series, because they are outworking the Avalanche. The Avalanche are kind of getting by just on talent alone right now. Alexander Gorgiev has not been great. Nathan McKinnon had an incredible game three. Miko Ranton ha- is having an a incredible game four as we speak. But one of the highlights for the Seattle Kraken so far this, this postseason has been their ability to stay out of the penalty box. They've been great. Uh, at staying out of the box, but they've also been great on the penalty kill, even when they take some unfortunate penalties. They are eight for nine on the penalty kill. The Avalanche just got their first power play goal in game four from Miko Ranton. An absolute beautiful goal, uh, might I say, at that as well. But, you know, it's just outworking their, it's, it's outworking their opposition currently. The Seattle Kraken are no slouch. I knew they were going to be better. I didn't know it was going to be this good. And you look at guys like Matty Beneers, Jared McCann, guys who just work, you know, Daniel Sprong, Justin Schultz on the back end, guys who just work their hearts out and play with so much passion. And that's what this Seattle Kraken team is all about. You know, i got to show some love to Dave Hackstall as well behind the bench. He's done a fantastic job getting the Seattle team ready for the postseason. First postseason in franchise history as it's only their second year in. Nonetheless, every single series so far, has just been absolutely incredible. I'm so invested with the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm so invested with the Minnesota Wild. I'm able to catch those late games, Vegas, Jets, Avalanche, Kraken from you know uh, from time to time. You know, catch the highlights the next morning. But there's a lot of great series out there. I hope all of your favorite teams are doing well. If they're not, maybe there's a comeback in, in, in chance. Maybe there's a chance next year if they get booted out soon. But the playoffs, man, you gotta love it. It's the best time of the year. Just so much passion, so much intensity, and I'm absolutely here for it. I'm, what you should be here for too, as well. And what I'm here for is game time. This episode is also brought to you by Game Time. Have you ever really wanted to go to a game or a big event, but couldn't find any last minute tickets at a great price? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful with Game Time. Game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all sports, music events, comedy shows, and theater shows near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best prices guaranteed, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you're about to have. Game time will be used many, many times this summer by myself on some BC Lion games, on some Vancouver Whitecap tickets. And when buying tickets so close to the game, to game time, GameTime app has incredible prices like flash deals on last minute tickets. And they also preview some images of the view from your seat as well. GameTime is an amazing, is a game time is amazing for spontaneous adventures. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on all the events. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. And the tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We do appreciate all the love, all the support. 
make sure you keep on hammering that subscribe button, hammer the follow button on your favorite podcast platform. Make sure you go leave a review too. We love all the reviews and the feedback from our, from our listeners out there. And we appreciate all the comments, all the DMs in our, in our Twitter feed as well. Let us know how your playoff bets are going, your NHL brackets. We appreciate all the conversations we have with our listeners out there. But let's get over to big time bets where the money is made. And we're making some money so far this play this postseason. A couple of uh, you know, $20 bills coming back my way on some anytime goal scores, money lines. Bo Horvat the other day got one for me. Still waiting for that Kirill Kaprizov. I've been betting it every single game. Last few games just hasn't worked out that way. Nonetheless, big time bets. Only three games on the schedule for Tuesday night. Boston Bruins, Florida Panthers getting an extra night off, uh, heading back to Boston from Florida. Same goes for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Played Monday. They don't play until Thursday. They get an extra night off. But let's stick with the games that are happening Tuesday night. My first pick. This is just going with my gut. This is going with my NHL bracket. This is how it is. I'm taking the Wild on the money line against the Dallas Stars. I think, you know, they won on the road in game one. They've been there so far every single game except for game two when Flurry was in. And even game four, I've talked about it. Those two goals from Tyler Sagan just shouldn't shouldn't have happened. The, power play, the, the penalty shouldn't have happened. They were brutal calls. Nonetheless, I'm not going to get into that. Wild on the money line. That is my first pick of the night. Going over to that Carolina game, Islanders, Hurricanes, under six and a half. The last two games have been over, but I'm going to go with the under six and a half. I think the Islanders are going to play a very stingy defensive game, and so are the Hurricanes. Auntie Ronson's been stopping the pucks. I don't think he's been great, but he's stopping the pucks, and we know Elia Sororkin can too, can too, excuse me there, but Islanders, Hurricanes, under six and a half. I'm also leaning towards the Islanders on the money line. I don't think it's their time yet. I still believe they can win this playoff series, but they're going to have that. It's a huge ask on the road as Carolina hasn't lost at home in the last two years or once in the last two years. They are an incredible home team in the postseason. That's my second pick, Islanders Hurricanes, under six and a half. And if, if you're feeling the Islanders, take them on the money line. Lock of the night, Oilers on the money line against the LA Kings. Incredible comeback the other day. Uh, you know, down three nothing in the first period. Again, Incredible comeback from another Canadian team. They win 5-4 in overtime as well. I've got Oilers on the money line. They're back home in game five. Just Dreisaitl is a different beast right now. I'm not sure if Jack Campbell stays in that, if they return back to Stuart Skinner. Nonetheless, Dreisaitl has been incredible. Zach Hyman is working his butt off every single game, and he got the game winner the other day as well. Oilers money line, that is my lock of the night. Those are the three picks for Tuesday I hope you pick some. Let us know how your bets go out there. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Again, make sure you're tuning in the rest of the week and the rest of the playoffs. Check out your favorite Locked On hosts across the platform as well. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.